Hi, and welcome to the next Brave Conversation, a podcast all about marketing, design, tech, and creativity. I'm your host, Lekalakalakala, and I'll be interviewing some of the best creative minds and thought leaders. Tune in. In today's episode of the Next Brave Conversation, I'm joined by Ms. Lebohang Sitole, the Human Capital Executive at Brave Group. She has extensive experience in a number of industries working in the human capital space. In her spare time, Lebo offers coaching and healing meditations to people who need it. Her passions are around mental health, balance and healing, which is why we brought her in today to share some of her experiences on this topic. Enjoy. Hi Lebo, welcome to the show. Hi Leka, thank you for having me. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for joining us today. We're looking forward to the conversation. Me too. <laughs> sure. Can you tell us more about yourself and and the impactful role that you play at Brave? I am Lebo Setole. I am working as a human capital exec at the at Brave Group. I've been with the Brave Group for two years now, going on to three. And I have worked in the human capital space since the beginning of my career. From the beginning, when I was studying, I knew I wanted to be in this industry. So it just hap- it's just flowed very, very well for me. I have worked in quite a number of industries, including engineering, FMCG, banking. Um, and I found myself in the advertising space, which I've been in now since 2013. Uh, that's about eight years now. And I'm actually loving it. I've got two kids that I uh, who live with me, um, and I have got ten siblings. Mm. I'm the eleventh. Yes, um, yeah, and that's it. <laughs> okay, thank you, thank you. The focus and theme of this month is around mental health and the importance of mental health in the workplace. As someone who's focused on organizational development and talent management within the group, what is mental health and why should companies worry about mental health? Okay, so I think I need to, first of all, give an understanding of of mental health because I think when people start saying mental health, we all just assume that it's mental illness whereas mental health is actually the positive of mental illness. So mental health, and I'm going to just refer to a definition that is given by the World Health Organization, is a state of well-being in which individuals realize their own potential and they can cope with normal stresses of life. They can um, work and they work productively um, and they're able to make contributions in their community. So that is when a person has got health, meant proper mental health. Mm. The other side of mental health, which is on the other extreme of the continuum, is mental illness. Mm. And I'm assuming that that's what this conversation is about because when we talk about the impact of mental health on companies, it's very good mm. if a person is healthy mentally. However, if a person is going through mental illness, there's quite a number of impacts on an organization. Would you like me to get into them now? Yes, please. Okay. So, um, you know, because of mental illness, you will, first of all, let's, let's start with, 
what what causes mental illness mm. and what causes mental illness is a number of things mm. and as per the definition when a person cannot see or cannot accept their full potential and operate well with normal day-to-day stresses that's a person who's going through potentially mel- mental illness when you are breaking down because of day-to-day um stresses or issues that that ordinary ordinarily would be you'd be able to cope with mm. that's a person who's reached mental illness so how you know you've reached mental illness is the, is when at that point that you get to where you cannot cope anymore where things are too much where you you feel like you cannot do this um where things are overwhelming uh, normal day-to-day things are overwhelming then you know that you you know there's something that you need to do you have reached that part of the continuum that definitely needs an intervention. Mm. So when, I mean, we all understand that, like I said, you can get mental illness or it builds up from a number of things. And I don't want to focus it specifically within the office, but we will definitely chat about how it impacts the office because it's not just an office environment that gives people mental illness. Mm -mm. You know, Mm. Um, I think if that was the case, it would be easy to, to, to resolve. Um, however, um, it affects organization in the fact that you will find a lot of people are absent, either either mentally absent, so they're not there, or they're physically absent, not there. Mm. Um, they're completely disengaged, and it's not just disengagement within the workspace, it's disengaged through life, mm. right? Um They've got low productivity at work if they do show up, so they will work on something for a number of hours and there's no real output to it. Um, I think with with definitely with people, and I, I'm talking from my experience, Leka, and I think we can appreciate that. Mm. Um, from my experience, what I've seen is people who've got, who, who can't connect with their colleagues um, and actually, quite frankly, don't want to connect with their, with their colleagues. Mm. Um, could could signal to something of mental illness. Um, low tolerance of people and things because of the fact that you're feeling you can't cope and you're overwhelmed. Um, you know, small little things that are requested of you is like, ah, mm. do I really have to do that? Um, definitely no synergy between yourselves, the organization, your team members, your manager, you know, Anything that is around you, you just cannot connect with with anything that is around you. For organizations specifically, how it impacts it is definitely low uh, profit margins, um, which doesn't really help much, does it? Because mm. you know, if people throughout your organization have got mental illness, um, you know, you, you're not going to see the profits and the productivity that you need to see as a business. Mm, 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 okay, it's quite interesting to have the distinction between mental health and mental illness. Mm. I think for me, it was just a different take on it, a different perspective, as well mm. as just having an understanding of it much better. Mm. Mm. So I really like to ask how do they affect employees in various ways, where they're disengaged in in their workplace, mm. productivity, mm. low output as well. Mm. But what are some of the ways that organization can promote uh, employee well being in the in the workplace? So, um, you know, I think the this is a personal view. Mm. I think that paternalistic uh, way of managing situations with, with organization and employees 
needs to be left in the past. Um, I, I personally feel that each and every single employee who comes into a role, who comes into a company, needs to come in understanding that they are there to give a service and, you know, um, get rewarded in return. I am not, however, dictating that uh, organizations should have a hands-free approach to anything that might affect their productivity. I think it should be a choice on the on the organization side, and obviously that will talk to their employee, employee value proposition and how they want to position themselves uh, and their culture, etc. Um, but in answering that, I think organizations can definitely um, have values. Mm. They make a big difference. Um, and ensuring that those values that the, the company has got are adhered to at any given moment through interactions either with customers, clients, or within your peers that you work with um, on a day-to-day -day basis. I think also the, the basis of any kind of communication, which for me is respect, has, mm. has to be uh, considered. Um, I just really believe that any kind of interaction or communication without respect is just uh, it's unacceptable uh, in any environment. Um, so that definitely, I think, is something that needs to be promoted in organizations. I really uh, um, do also believe that employees have got an option, options that they can follow. I mean, the law is very much clear around, you know, how unfair treatment or discrimination can impact people and the repercussions thereof from an employee's or employer's perspective. So if, if employees are feeling uh, hard done by, you know, there's definitely processes within the law that they can follow. Mm. Uh, for example, going through uh, grievances, you know, or having even before we even get to all of that heavy grievance stuff, I think just having conversations with uh, your manager. Uh, there's a wonderful lady that I worked with in my past and she, and she was frustrated about young the young kids coming into uh, organizations nowadays. And she walked into my office one day and you could see she was ready to pull her hair out. And she said, Lebo, I don't understand these young children. And I said, well, what don't you understand? They're here to do what they want to do and they, they, they're coming to deliver and they, they're good at it. And she said, I get that. But what one thing that they don't understand is that a really good relationship with your manager will take you a long way. Mm. And since she said that, the, the penny dropped for me because that's what I look for and that's what I advise to everybody, not just the young people, where you've got a really good relationship with your manager and ensuring that you build the relationship with your manager to ensure that um, should you find anything or should you experience anything within the workplace that doesn't sit well with you, you're able to discuss it with someone and then also discuss how you help how you help, how you get helped mm. um, through that process, and I think that's a very, very important one. Um, use your your platforms, like if you have one on ones or you have performance discussions, use those platforms to really think about why, how you're performing, why you're performing the way you are, and if you do find that there are some nigglies or some triggers or some blockages that you need to resolve, discuss those with your manager because it goes a long way, you know. Um, and I, 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 you know, it, 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 it really baffles me 
the environments that we live in now where everything is polarized completely. It's, it's always either or. And I would love to get to a point where we live in a world that understands that there's always middle ground. There's always middle ground. Um, and I think it's in finding the middle ground with any, any situation within the workspace that helps you identify it. But in order for that to happen, um, I believe people in general, so employees are people in general, mm. <laughs> so I think people in general just need to be more mindful about themselves and how they interact with others, but also aware of the reasons why they interact with others in a specific way. It just makes things so much better. Um, I really believe that um, working on yourself as an, as an individual is a really big way to overcome any type of mental illness because you're fully able to understand self first before interacting with the world. Um, and then eating, something that we take very for granted, eating well and sleeping well, making sure that those things are in place. Exercise is a really good way for an individual to to deal with certain things that they need to deal with. And now I'm talking from a personal so perspective. Point of view. Yeah. Mm. Um, and doing things that you love. We don't really think about that. So going out there and actually doing things that you, you don't even have to go out there. So people look at me and they can't believe that I sew. And I love sewing. <laughs> I do. Um, and um, yeah, so doing things that you love will definitely, you know, put you in a, in a, in a really great space to be able to, to think through things, even meditate over stuff when you're doing things that you love. Um, and laughing. You know, we take, we take, we take life so seriously. Mm. Uh, there's a quote that, that says, um, seriousness is from the personality and playfulness is from the soul. And how beautiful would it be if we all lived from the soul? Mm. Um, so I think we need to remember that it doesn't mean that if we're playful, things will never happen. Of course things will happen. Um, we just need to remember that. And then try something new with new friends or meeting new people or whatever you find is new in your life. Just try things that are new. M move out of your mold mm. um, and, and, and do that. But the, the last thing, which I think is the most important thing that I actually want to mention, is uh, journaling. And more specifically, gratitude journaling, where you are really appreciative of what you currently do have in your space. Because I think a lot of the times when we do get into spaces where we are in mental illness is because we are not really in our reality. We're not, we're not present in our reality. And we are looking at other things that we are wanting versus what we are currently having. And that's a big thing to ensuring that mentally um you're healthy mm, mm, yeah mm. so i'm getting like number one self-awareness is quite important absolutely in the process of you identifying in terms of um what are your strengths your weaknesses um how you can work on your weaknesses or mm. leveraging your strengths uh but just in terms of gratitude if you could go a step further by explaining in terms of how can one start practicing gratitude daily on a daily basis mm. in their daily activities in their daily interactions with other employees with other mm. people along the way mm. how can one start uh, proactively doing that okay 
Can I give you a, an example of what I do? Yes, please. So what I do every single evening before I fall asleep is I meditate. Um, and whatever comes, comes through the meditation. So I'm not really specific about what I want to get from the, from the meditation, but I, I'm always left with a feeling of peace and gratitude afterwards. However, every morning in my prayers, I pray every morning, I deliberately go through gratitude of everything. I don't even write it down. I just speak it in my prayers. Um, and I thank um, God for everything that I've got. And I list them one by one. Mm. Even the grass, the, the little patch of grass in my yard, I list <laughs> that because I am grateful for that. When I do need to ground, I walk to that grass and I take off my shoes and I actually just walk there. Mm, <laughs> Besides the fact that it's yeah. got sun, which I love, I love the sun, uh, throughout the day, it really is something that I'm grateful for. Mm, mm. Mm. Oh, 100%, 100%. So essentially what I'm saying, I think everybody needs to find their flow. You know, it could be, you could be in gratitude while you're driving. Mm. Um, you could be, you know, you could have a, a, a gratitude ritual where before every meeting, you, you know, you list the one thing that you're grateful for. You could have a gratitude group on WhatsApp with your friends where every morning you share something that you're grateful for. And, and you'll find, I had that before, and you'll find that other people will raise things that they're grateful for that you never thought about, but you've got them. And because you don't see them mm. on a day-to-day -day basis, um, you know, you'll, you'll disregard it, but it works. Mm. Mm. I think lastly, I would like to ask, how can we redefine mental health in the workplace going forward? So I think how we can redefine mental health in the workplace is to understand that mental health is not, is not boxed in a specific place, like I said earlier. Um, chances are the triggers, that the things that trigger mental health are in the workplace. Mm. However, it doesn't emanate from the workplace. Place. So, I mean, when you think about people who are on drugs or people who are going through a divorce or a parent who has lost a child, um, those, are, those are big, 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 big traumas in anyone's life. And, of course, because it doesn't emanate from the workplace and those are not generally things that people talk about in the workplace, um, you will experience the acting out of those types of things mm. um, because they, you know, people don't talk about them. Mm. So because we don't talk about them, there's a certain expectation from you to, to behave in a certain way within the workplace. And when you don't, uh, then it becomes an issue. Um, and this is the reason why I said earlier that I really wish that people could have really good relationships with their managers because it's then easier to say, listen, uh, a situation that happened to me, I lost my wallet. I don't know where it is. I am panicking beyond mm -hmm. <laughs> because it has everything in it. Mm -hmm. um, and then she gave me that day off. And fortunately, I got a phone call from Pick and Pay, huge Pick and Pay to say, sorry, madam, you've lost your, your wallet. wallet. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so that was fortunate. But, but, you know, in that moment, I'm not seeing clearly Mm. Um, and I'm not coping and I'm not operating. I'm overwhelmed by what's going on, uh, what could be happening, you know, who's going to steal my details, etc. Um, but I think understanding, reframing, understanding that 
mental health is not just a workplace thing. It is a life thing. Holistic. Correct. That mm. would definitely help us mm. to to understand it better. Mm. Mm. Yeah. 100%. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much for such an insightful conversation. I hope you guys out there listening to the, this conversation have learned a thing or two. And Lebo will be taking us uh, in a roundtable discussion in the next conversation. So stay tuned in and thank, thank you, Lebo, very much. Thank you, Lebo. Thanks for listening to the next Brave Conversation. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media or leave a rating or review. To catch all the latest from us, you can follow us on all social media platforms at Brave Group SA. Thanks again and we'll see you again next time.